Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. And now today's podcast, The Fear of the Fear Equals Anxiety. Yep, that's what it is, folks. The fear of the fear is what we are dealing with very often with anxiety panic. And I know for myself that at one point I had a real light bulb moment that I understood, oh my goodness, I am afraid of being afraid. And it really, it really hit home. So I'm hoping that as you hear this and as you can sit with it and maybe take it into your meditation, maybe take it into your journal, some quiet time with what is it that I'm really afraid of? And why am I afraid of fear? Is that what I'm afraid of? And it is for a lot of you because I get the emails and I see the Facebook posts and there's a lot of conversation around being afraid of things like getting dizzy while you're out or being afraid of um freaking out is often used as a term or of just getting afraid having anxiety or panic while you're out so you're afraid of it coming up right it's very common and it is uh, amazing that when you can actually take a step back in your own calm mind and look at it, you start to look at it a little bit more differently as it comes up in the future. So let's open this up a little bit more by, I want to read a couple of paragraphs here from a book that is titled The Entrepreneur's Roller Coaster, I believe, and it's by an author named uh, Darren Hardy, and he is talking, I didn't read the whole book, I just have these passages in front of me, and it's very, very interesting to see what he wrote about fear, considering the book is not particularly about just panic anxiety, but it is uh, about uh, the entrepreneur roller coaster, which does involve a lot of anxiety and um, stress, let's say stress. So here's here's what he has to say in the book. In the 1960s, a researcher named Seymour Epstein got curious about skydivers. He fitted novice parachutists with heart rate monitors that measured their pulses as their plane climbed toward the release point. He found that, as you might expect, while still safe inside the plane, the jumper's heart rate got faster and faster as the plane ascended. The higher the plane went, the higher the anxiety. What he didn't expect to find, however, was that once they threw themselves out the door of the plane and started hurtling toward the earth with only a few thin cords of glorified bedsheets to keep them from impending doom, their heart rates declined dramatically and they admitted to quite enjoying themselves. The most stressful part of the entire experience was the illusion of how frightening the event would be, or in other words, the anticipation of fear. Once the reality of the event took over, the fear vanished. 
I love that. I loved reading that uh, novice skydivers going up and their heart rates are going up. And when they jump, their heart rates actually go down. And now we're not talking about pros here. These were novice skydivers. So anyway, I just thought that I'd share that. You guys are not alone. Anticipation is what gets us. We want to look at it perhaps with different eyes. Maybe we can shift the perspective on how we can interpret these feelings that we get. Now they were they were getting excited and they were getting nervous because they were anticipating something they're not fully used to doing. They've maybe done it before, but they were still novice and uh you know, so there was probably some fright there as to what's going to happen, anticipation, but they were probably also excited. So I want to bring that to your, your attention, that those kind of feelings intermingle, right? We can feel excited and we can feel frightened and have some of the same physical symptoms. So we would do well to sometimes shift our perspective and say, Oh, maybe I'm excited. Actually, I have many clients, not just one or two, that that actually keep themselves from getting too excited, meaning good excited, because they feel like that is going to put them into a panic attack because the physical symptoms are so similar. They get scared, so they're afraid of having that feeling. And so that is the excited feeling right? The joy, the excitement of a roller coaster ride versus some people would feel like that was having a panic attack. And so we might want to look at it as when some of that's coming on, like, oh, I can handle this. I can look at this. This is the same feeling I get when I'm excited because you may not be excited at the moment. You might be scared and you might be frightened. And so you don't, you can't, your mind body knows when you're not excited about something. So, but you can bring in the idea of that the physical symptoms are similar. So you can say, okay, I can handle this. Like just reminding yourself that you can handle it, that you can do it. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with 
code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. We want to look at it as the similar feelings of excitement and of anxiousness or the fear of fear, the anticipation, and uh, let ourselves know that, hey, I could handle this if it was excitement, right? And so I can handle this. I may not like it. And I know it's not a happy, exciting kind of thing, but the feelings, the similar are similar and I know I can handle it. So that's like, bring it on. I can take it. I'm strong and I've done this before, but it's that anticipation that gets us the thoughts. It's not see if any of these are familiar to you. The what if the Oh no, you know, people waking up in the morning with that. Oh no, I've got it already. It's going to be here all day. The anticipation, the uh, story, the illusion of the mind making up a story. And uh, then once action is taken, like they did in the parachute jumps, the jump, if you will, once you go take action, there's less to be making a story about. And we begin to calm down. That's why we don't want to run away from things. We want to move toward them. We want to always turn and face them. Because that gives us the, it takes the illusion out, right? It takes the story out. We're face to face with reality. And that's an important piece. Be face to face with reality and know that you can handle it. What it comes down to is um, it's about a multitude of thoughts, thoughts about possibilities. And when you get too many thoughts going and you have too many possibilities going and you get all that together, you have overwhelm. And that can stop us in our tracks. That can make us be like, I don't know what to do. I'm overwhelmed. And then we can fall into things like procrastination. We don't do anything. And then when we are not doing anything, when we're not taking this action that I talked about just a minute ago, we're stuck and we're stuck where? We're stuck in the fear. We're stuck in the story. And then the mind just keeps going with all those thoughts of all those possibilities and the feeling of overwhelm. The the mind can make up amazing, frightening stories and they're not real. It's an illusion, an illusion of the mind. And we feed this fear by letting it be right. So that's what I'm talking about. We let the fear be right when we turn and run away. Like, yes, you were right. I should avoid that. So when we avoid, we let the mind make up a story. And what that story can be like, see, anxiety talking here, see, you're okay now because you ran away. You didn't go in that store. I told you, I told you just go away and you'll be okay. See, don't let anxiety write the story. We get caught in that when we're overwhelmed, when we're tired, when we're hungry. So we want to avoid all that stuff. Stop and take care of yourself so you have the resources and the energy to make your own story by taking action, by moving forward. It doesn't have to be big stuff. It just means don't 
give the anxiety the full power to write the story because the story that anxiety writes is one of illusion. And we all know, and I need to say this every time because people, you know, call me on this. Of course, fear is necessary. I am not saying we are going to live lives without any fear. Fear is necessary. It keeps us alive. It keeps us safe. It helps us make really good decisions. And I know that you guys know the difference. The ruminating fearful thoughts, the what ifs and the oh no's are very different from the hearing a blaring, a screeching car coming down the road and you jump out of the way. Those are very different thought processes. And I know that you know the difference and I don't want anybody to be saying, well, fear is important. Well, yes, we know fear is important and that's intrinsic. We, we almost can't shut that off. That is part of our being human. But those suffering with anxiety panic are so oversensitized that the, even the smallest things, even the thoughts of scary things can set off the entire hormonal cascade of anxiety panic. So these ruminating fearful thoughts are not protective at all. The what ifs, the oh no's, those are not protection. But the mind gone wild. Again, it's the oversensitized nervous system, it's exhaustion, and it is time to take care of those things, the exhaustion and the sensitization. Thinking some of the same thoughts over and over again is not helpful. Again, that does not keep us safe. So now we're moving a little bit into maybe a ruminating thought. If you are concerned about getting somewhere at a certain time, it's good to think about it a couple of times. It gets you in the car. It helps you find the fastest route to get there. There's a lot of things that help keep you sharp about that kind of thought about about being late or being anxious about being somewhere on time. That's kind of helpful. It keeps you sharp and on the edge. But when you are thinking that same thought 70 times, it's not helping you anymore. This is where we have to see that going over things over and over is not keeping us safe. This is a tip that it's time to confront that thought as a rumination. This is where we get to say, wait a minute, I don't need to think this one more time. It's not helping. This isn't helping anymore. Time to let it go. Fear of the fear is feeling that it, and I there's air quotes around it. Fear of the fear is the feeling that it will come. Keeps the anxiety fire burning brightly. That fear of it's coming. The An example is waking up in the morning, like I was saying waking up in the morning and you may be flooded with, with cortisol. Maybe you're a little sensitive to it because of your anxiety panic and you can, or maybe you have high cortisol levels. There's a lot of possibilities here, but you wake up with that feeling and you, you go, okay, I can feel it. It's all rushing through my body. And you have choices as to how you interpret that. If you start off the day with the horror of thinking things like, Oh no, it's here again. What if it lasts all day? What if it turns into a panic attack? That's just, you're just feeding the fire. 
you're adding more cortisol and more adrenaline. You've got that cycle going nice and strong now, and it's not going to be easy to put that out. It takes time. It takes feeling safe and secure and letting the time take it back down again because your body does it automatically if you let it. And if you let it means don't add more fuel to the fire. No more fear of the fear. All of those thoughts are fear of the fear and it keeps the fires burning. Slow the thinking down and turn again. Like I said, we don't want to run away. Turn to actually look at the thoughts versus running off with them into the wild, fearful territory that it will take you. This is why we need to be practiced in living now, in this moment, being present and having self-compassion. Be easy on yourself because another way to feed that fire is to beat yourself up. Say, look at that. There you go again. You can't do it. You're, you know, of course it's going to be there all day because you did this wrong or you did that wrong. That feeds the fire. It's almost amazing how we even can come up with this stuff in our minds. It's, it's like working against ourselves. So what we need to do is slow down and get space. Once you get space from these thoughts, you can begin to be kind to yourself and see that you can make other choices, other choices in your thinking. We need to know how to take the moment to face, accept, float, and let time pass. You know, we talk about that here a lot and I want to leave you with that today because that is what you need to remind yourself when you're fearing the fear. You're afraid that you're going to be afraid later in the day. If you go out to a meeting, what if I get there and I'm afraid? Face that. Face that you have that feeling and that thought. Be real with it. Accept it. Accept that it's there. Float with it. And let time pass. Remember, I have said it a number of times. Once we feel safe, once we are in a place of knowing in our mind that we are not in danger, our body will take care of itself and bring those hormones down back into their normal levels. And you can feel it all leaving your body. And a lot of things can help that, such as running, getting some uh, ex- any kind of exercise in. You can shake it off. You can dance it off. But actually, there we're talking again, action, actually doing something versus sitting and stewing in those hormones. Because when that happens to us in nature, when we are put in a dangerous situation, that's why we call it fight or flight. We expend energy to take care of ourselves. So because we are fighting with our thoughts in our mind, we're not expending any energy and we're, we're frozen in this cycle. So move a little bit if you have to. It's a wonderful thing to do. And remember, you're going to face what's going on. You're going to accept that you're afraid of the fear right now. And you're going to float with that, meaning It's uncomfortable. You don't like it, but you can be there with it because you know you're okay. And then you're going to let time pass. 
And now for today's quote. Every day brings a choice to practice stress or to practice peace. And that's from Joan Borsenko. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 